Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. Thank you again for joining us and uh, being part of this, this journey with me. Today I am very, very excited to have a new friend join. Her name is Kimberly Chapman. Thank you so much. And I know that you're going to offer so much value today and I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn a lot. And I know our audience is going to learn a lot. So Kimberly um, has overcome many various forms of abuse. She has gone on a journey and discovered many things along the way that has helped her transform her life and become the best version of herself. And now she wants to help other people do the same, which is so great. Um, she has become an intuitive transmedium life transformational coach that is on a mission to awaken enlighten and transform others to become the best version of themselves so that they can live their best life now. Life is too short. I love this. You need to do it now. So thank you so much. Well, I've like with, I've been through many types of abuse from emotional, financial, mental, sexual, spiritual, verbal, mental. I've been through it all. And did it suck? Yes, it did. But in that journey and experiencing all of that, I've gained knowledge and wisdom and understanding why. And it's a part of the connection of who I am and why I'm here. And a lot of times we're, you know, there is a misconception about who we are and why we are here. And it has to do with mental programming, limited beliefs, and emotional energetic traumas. And at one point in my life, I was in my second marriage, which was very abusive. And we already had two kids. This is my second marriage. I had one kid from my first one, which was very abusive and it got even physical. Got a finding after one day of having an upright vacuum cleaner swung at me like a baseball bat and diving onto a couch like I was going for a home run for a World Series. I said, if he could do that, what else is he capable of doing? Am I going to wind up dead? He could have paralyzed me in that moment. And I said, I can't, I can't do that. We have a little girl. She needs me. I walked away. Wow. Takes a lot of courage. It, it does. But you have that moment, like when you can get common sense to work, use your intuition. It's there for you to help you against harm. And I think there's some, you know, with all the abuse, especially with women, you succumb to being that victim mentality it becomes a limited belief it becomes a mental programming and it emotionally energetically affects you it affects every aspect of your body the biochemistry in your body and then you wind up living in the past every day yeah because you're abuser that's what they want they want you to they want to you know grind you down to the point where you know you forget what is really important. You forget what you, you stand for. You know, they want to make you weak. That's the whole point of control. Right? Oh, yes. But then think about this. Look at your family's generation. 
their cycles, those patterns. If I come to realize in my family line, there was abuse, many forms of abuse, and it just trailed on to me to where I was experiencing it subconsciously, not understanding why am I going through this? And why am I allowing this to happen? Yes, because of what we're taught to believe, especially I'm not a religious person. I got out of it because of what I realize now. You know, control, manipulation, power over the mass. And then you look at it individually. It was taught, you know, the man is the head of the house. He's the breadwinner. And in looking at the generations of my family, it was the, the men worked. They came home. They expected. It was you provided as a wife the hot meals, make sure the house is clean. You take care of the kids. There's already division. There's no unity really. And they want to- mm -hmm. Or you're less than. Yeah. And, it, there, and no equality. But in honest, and to be honest, we're all connected. We're spiritual beings. We are God. God in a different form, a different color, a different gender. We are a spiritual being that's connected to this wonderful, amazing, greater intelligence, divine source. But we've been taught that we're separate from that. You have to work towards that. So Kimberly, if I could just ask you a question. So I know it's quite often, we were talking about this earlier. Um, quite often we give ourselves value and we believe what other people say we are and we believe what other people think we are knowing somewhere deep inside that we're none of those things but when people tell you you know you're stupid enough you believe it when people tell you you're not good enough you believe it so that's what we call limiting beliefs yes that's part of it how does somebody start to not give power to those outside things that are controlling what we think well growing up you know especially as a child you know and your parents your parents could have been negative because of their upbringing and their beliefs and all they're doing is reenacting it reliving it and then they're projecting it onto you so if they don't have a, a self-esteem, confidence, you know, you have to go to work, get, you know, go to school, get good grades and get a good job. That's been taught. So you start believing that's how life is. You have to do all these things. Um, and then when you do get religion, because it's, you have to be this certain way. You should speak this way. You should dress this way. It's a program. And you being young, being told all that stuff, you accept it because you're young. These are adults. They're your parents. They're your elders, pastors, preachers, and whatnot. So you have no idea really what's the truth. But here's, I even questioned certain things and you just accept that as truth because there's no one else there to tell you the difference except for your inner knowing. But who educates you on your intuition and your inner knowing of discerning what is truth? We do have the truth in us and the answers in us, but we're not taught that. So you go along in life accepting that you lose your identity of who you are absolutely in the and that is i think that the, the the biggest problem today and even with our younger generation because they got a compilation like us of all that limited belief programming emotional energetic traumas and then you wonder why they're dealing with anxiety depression and all that it's all energy that's been passed down for centuries, generations back. Mm -hmm. And it's like even the simple things like, okay, you go to school and you have to do it in this order. 
So you go to school, you find a girlfriend, you get married, you have children, you have a job, you know, all these things, right? When it's like, you don't need to get married. No. No. You don't need to have children if you don't want that. You don't need to go to corporate America and get that job. What's wrong with um, finding something, you know, a different means of income and traveling the world and meeting people? And like, what happened to all these other things? Like, you really need to dig in and find out what passion you have. Find yourself. And it's this program has been going on for so long. I think now that things are shifting and changing and it we're in a process of awakening from that program it's like being in a matrix of, of, some, sorts, <laughs> of some sorts you know and you know my journey after my second marriage i finally said you know what what in the world is going on is this it is this just how I'm supposed to live my life like this? Or is there something more to life than what I'm experiencing? Because I've had enough. You know, why am I here? To put up with this? You know, if there's more to life than this, show me. And that's when I was being vulnerable and I desired the truth. Because I, I was done with religion. I was done with what I was experiencing. And I had two girls. And I was thinking, oh my God, what kind of example am I setting up for their life? Of what kind of man they're going to attract or a woman? To me, it doesn't matter. You know, what, what gender you're in a relationship with now that I know what I know, it really doesn't matter. It's love. As long as you have respect. Yes. Yeah. And I had to find in that process of finding myself, I truly did not know what love was. We have this conceptual knowledge about love based on what we're told, based on what we read, you know, in, in, in the religion and the, in what I call the Bible, and then what your parents teach you. And to me, that's conditional love. But true love is unconditional. There is no rules. There's no regulations. There's no expectation to experience that kind of love. It changed my world. It's inside of us. And the best way to experience it is by expressing it when it feels like you're in bliss. It's like an euphoric orgasmic ecstasy. And once you feel that and go through that, you look at life differently. You look at people. It's so much nicer, isn't it's, it? It's, it's just. Oh my God. My perspectives and my concepts of we have it all wrong. Man, everybody should be feeling this way. Oh my God, if we felt like this all day long, every day, there would be more peace on earth. Heaven is on earth. That's the thing. I love that. Heaven is what we create. Heaven is on earth. It's true. And it's like it, it would. And I, I think it's because of that programming and what we're taught about love and who we should be and how we should act and what we should do. It has separated us from who we truly are being our authentic selves so in order to become our authentic selves we have to become a whole new person or discover who that person yeah exactly i mean i do agree with that but i also agree with you do have you do become a completely different person but i think you have it in there somewhere you know, already it's just waiting to come out. And that's what's going on because yeah. when you're feeling anxiety, guess what? That is your soul and spirit trying to tell you and communicate with you because when you're, it's Dr. Joe Dispenza. He is one of my mentors and he says, what you think, what you feel and what you do, you create a personality. When you do that so repetitiously, 
it becomes your personal reality. And then Greg Braden talks about, he's another mentor. We have prayer all wrong, prayer, both of them, Dr. Joe Dispenza and Greg Braden speak about prayer and, and our body. Prayer is a feeling. It's not so much of words. It's the feeling that I agree with emotion that. and energy that you create. And it, he says, the body is the language. Uh, words are the feeling is the body to the language. And then words or the or thought is the the language to the mind. Don't quote. I don't know if that's the accurate, but when I'm trying to think yes. about, it, I'm like, wait, is it the language that you know? It is. <laughs> it, it is the, the feeling and the emotions and the energy that we create. We are creators. So if you don't like, the, and that's one thing. If you don't like the experience, then you have the power. You have the control to change it. But then you have all those, all those mental programmings and all the in, emotional energetic traumas that have been compiled. You have no idea of the compilation of all that stuff that's already in you. So it's like peeling the layers off an onion to get to your true self and change. Yeah, because otherwise you feel trapped. Be aware of what you're thinking. Is it you're thinking in the past? Are you thinking from limited beliefs from what you've been told? Start the thing is, Dr. Joe Vitelli says, ask a question, question everything. Tony Robbins even talks about it. So, if you really want to know the truth, go inward to your higher self to show you all the BS that you've compiled on. And then it's like one at a time, one, and you'll go through like little triggers. And those triggers don't react, pause, say, oh, Pay attention because that trigger is your opportunity to heal from that emotional and mental and all that garbage. And then you just say, oh, I remember this is from, uh, that no longer helps me in my future. So I'm going to take that emotion, energy, bless it and let it go. I love that because, you know, we have to take some responsibility for this because I see, you know, it's like a movie. Sometimes I'm people watching, you know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I see all these bodies and there's no souls anymore. And I see all these bodies walking around and they to me, they look like one person could be the next person could be the next person. Do you know what? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel like, like people aren't being robots. Because yeah like people aren't in tune uh -huh. yeah they're not in tune you know and they feel trapped and and but once somebody introduces that like you're introducing some of the audience today right so once somebody introduces you to a possibility that there's something else out there for you wow mm -hmm. like you know there are no boundaries no we it's are like, limitless we are limitless. It just, we, we've been so programmed because government and religion. I'm, I'm right now studying the history of that because I believe in the timelines. We're still repeating history between all the wars and that's emotional, energetic traumas. Like if you look at your ancestors, you know, your great, great grandfather and great, great, great grandmother, they experienced some of those wars that emotion and the energy and the suppression oppression guess what hello look around it's still going on it's just a different time period so if you can look at things as an observer now wake up and say okay you have to look at your own past your own generation stuff and you start connecting the dots that's what helps awaken you to realize oh shit i'm living in my generational's past emotional, mental, and beliefs too. And it's hindering me from becoming what well, you start to recognize a part of you that's wanting to come out to be transformed into that person you wanted to be in the origination of your creation. Yeah, I love it. It's like we're all 
not all of us, but a lot of us, a lot of human beings I find are silently screaming. Oh, believe me, I, I feel it. You know, like the silence to me is so deafening sometimes. And just people need to open their minds, I think, and wonder what else is there. You know, you don't have to follow in everybody's foot. No, you don't, don't have to, you know, and maybe, maybe that is the choice that you make and it's a good choice for you. But for most people, you do need to go away from the common path and, and discover so many things out there, who you are in the world. People keep saying the world is so big. I don't think so. No, <laughs> I don't no. think it's very, very big small at all compared to other dimensions. And here's another thing we've, we've been in a three dimensional aspect but it the even the earth but the earth and we're connected to it we are connected to this planet everything is of energy but we want we've been crying out and screaming out for change and change well guess what the law of the universe is making it happen you might not like how it's happening mm. but in order for the old and the programming and all that stuff that is broken corrupted and doesn't serve our purpose anymore it has to die and then be removed and open the space for the new to come in but you gotta have discernment on that and recognize what the changes are and whatnot and i believe that that's why some of the things that are happening now is we have no other choice but because if we don't this is going to keep replaying itself and keep happening. And then we're going to suffer even more. And there's no reason for it. But it's up to us They're to wake here to up, teach us. To wake up mm -hmm. and recognize. And then we have the power to unite together, to work together, to make things transform into the better for all. It can't be no more control and greed and manipulation. That's why some things are being exposed now. I want to hear your take on from the womb to birth. Like you, you, you believe that what we feel when the baby is in the womb can be okay transformed okay. to at outside, like in our lives. Can you tell me a little bit about about? Absolutely, that? I love talking about this, and I heard this from. Greg Braden, because I started recognizing generational stuff of abuse in, you know, my mom's side of the family. And I started questioning, I'm like, well, then why am I attracting this? And it started opening up. Well, your mother and then your grandmother, and then you got, I, I don't know much about some of the, the abuse on my, my dad's side of the family, but then looking about, you know, one of my grandmothers got married at 14 and had six kids because that's what they're taught, you know, barefoot and pregnant kind of thing, mentality. Um, but then Greg Braden said something and he goes, emotional energetic trauma is energy now think about this when you're a mom when you become pregnant everything you experience and go through creates an emotion a feeling and an energy too so whatever you're experiencing this baby's experiencing too but has no idea of what's happening it just feels it that's why when you go to your doctors for your checkups they say eliminate stress Eliminate stress, reduce stress. They're always talking about, you know, try to stay away from stress because when you're stressed, baby stress. And look at these younger generation kids now. And if you're in an abusive relationship, guess what? Baby's already being programmed. It's passing that, it's energy. It's emotions and feelings. And we're carrying our, our, our children. They're going through it too, but they have no idea what it is that they're going through. 
but they're holding on to that emotion, that feeling, and that energy. And then when they come through, just like we come through our mother's womb, and then this is the question I ask. Well, my mother was in her mother's womb, and then her mother was in her, how far back does this stuff go? <laughs> and what were they going through at that moment? And that's where you have to reckon, really do your research on the history of those time periods. You're, you're going to start connecting the dots. See, my family was brought up poor because of their generational, you know, mental limited beliefs and whatnot. And it just carried on to me. And I was like, oh, I don't want to live that lifestyle. That's their, that's theirs. I want to live my life. I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to have to get a job. And that's it. What is that what life's really about? And then I started seeing all these successful people and I'm like, well, man, they're living a good life. I, 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 want, I want to live that kind of life. You know, I don't, I didn't want to do what they were doing, but I wanted to have that luxury Feeling. to where I had that financial freedom. I could do whatever I want. You know, if I wanted to start a business or I wanted to create my own career, I was in control. I didn't like, and, and I think, and in our inner beings, we, we don't, it's like being a slave. It's like your life is already planned out for you before you even know your name. It's yes. Just... And that's where that Crazy. And using beings today, they're stressed. They're working just for paycheck to paycheck. And they're not even doing what they love to do. And then you got some that have been to college, got student loans, and they're doing a job that, they don't like they hate they like. they're miserable i think as parents we need it's our responsibility to tell our children look you don't have to do when you grow up you don't have to do the things you think i want for you you know i want you to be happy you can be happy in any job you want to be a garbage man but you're happy at it do it mm -hmm. if you want to you know be the president but you think you're gonna love it do it like if you're going to you know, whatever it is that you choose, do it because of the feeling it gives you. Not because I've told you that you need to be this and you need to be that. And that is the, one of the root to our problems. The solution is change the program. Change. Mm -hmm. the Find program. your connection. Absolutely. And I have learned to tell my kid, like I have three beautiful daughters and I've told, look, this is your life. This is your journey. You got to experience things in life to discover who you are. And I've, I've even taken responsibility. I'm so sorry because of my programming and my BS, my limited beliefs programming and emotional energy, it transferred onto you. And I'm so sorry. I want you to be free from all that. Start living your life on your terms. Experience life in order to know what it is that you want to do and what makes you happy. You are the only one in control of your own happiness, nobody else. And what a gift, you know, like what a gift to give them and to give to yourself. Like on this podcast, we talk a lot about, you know, what is the gift that you gave yourself that changed how you felt about yourself? Mm -hmm. And what a wonderful gift, not only to give to your daughters, but to give to yourself and to teach the people that you're teaching because you only get one shot. You chose to come here for a reason. I didn't find out until my late forties who, who I was and why I was here, what my purpose is. My purpose is here is to take all the knowledge and the wisdom that I learned and my experience in order to help awaken human society. Human society was not created to exist like it does now. We've been lied to, we've been deceived, and there's things that have been hidden that are now being exposed. And I'm gonna just share it. You can, I'm not here to persuade anybody or convince. I'm here to help you think outside that box. Go on your own. I'm here to help and guide that's it. And then discover who you are and why you are here because we're all partakers. We came here 
for a reason. What is it? What is your partake in helping make a difference and an impact in this world to help our planet, to help society? The ones that have been controlling and manipulating and using their power to abuse that power, that has to change. And there's some of us that are going to step up and go against that to change that. And we all have to come together in order to realize that's what's been happening in order for it to change. We have the power. And I think those people that are doing the manipulating and are doing the controlling are people that are very unhappy and they haven't discovered it yet. And they're programmed as well. And they're feeding off that because when you, when you get to that, that programming and, and so familiar with it, your body knows it better than you do, your mind, it does change the biochemistry. And then that's when you're so familiar. It's like a, an addicted drug. That's why like, you know, positive attracts positive, negative attracts negative. So when you're constantly being negative and you change that biochemistry, I guarantee you, you're going to attract more negative experiences. You're going to stay that way until you decide to wake up and set enough of this shit. And then you're wondering, why is my life so miserable? And people live off. They love being miserable, but they want misery loves company kind of statement. Mm -hmm. They want to, you know, get you to be miserable. And there's like this, I call them energy, inner energy vampires. Cause I'm so <laughs> positive. And then when I get around a few negative people, it's like, they're sucking my energy out. And then I wind up being drained. But like you said, you weren't always like that. This no. is something said enough of feeling this way yeah you had to make that change you had to want that it's like what you said about you're not here to persuade people you can't persuade people because if you're not ready you're not ready yeah. like you'll find a moment in your life for me it was the moment that my dad died mm -hmm. that changed everything in the way I felt about myself and I was like life is just too short I know people say that all the time but the way that I thought about things, the way that I looked at things, the things that I argued about and didn't argue about just didn't matter. Everything had changed. So that was my moment that I said, is this all there is? You know, everybody has that moment. And when you're, I'm, I'm feeling your, your father's presence right now. Um, it was the perfect opportunity for you to wake up. Hmm. What if, that was divine timing. See, in, in being a soul- Not only that, yeah, not only that, but I was pregnant. I was four months pregnant with my son and I had been trying for about 10 years. And I got pregnant as my father got sick. And honestly, my son is so much like my dad in so many ways. Uh, yeah, that's and the I feel why. like I feel like <laughs> saved my life. If I had not, like, I hate to say that because that's not my son's job. But I feel like God gave me that moment that he gave me my son at that moment because I needed that. I don't think I would have survived if I had not been paying attention to something other than, you know, do, do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. But can I enlighten? You? Mm -hmm, of course. Okay. You're, we're all spiritual beings. Now, when the soul's ready to go home, there's nothing you can do. It wants to go. It doesn't care about the body that it's in. And there is a, a I think your father in spirit, I'm getting hit when I say this. Oh, okay. Um, your father knew that you were going to be pregnant with your son. And he chose to leave in order to help. And, and also, his soul is connected to your son. Or, I do believe okay. that. So it's like a reincarnation because your father didn't have the opportunity to do something in his lifetime. So he chose 
to say, you know what? I want to do it through him. Mm. What if he had another chance to come back and he used you in order to do it, to create this son. So he can, he doesn't know it right now, but deep inside. And if you keep opening your son up and recognizing the gifts that he has, passions that spark up in him guide your son to that because it's connected with your father to be able to have another chance to do something good to solve an issue i have seen that already okay okay so this is confirmation and validation because i'm getting hits in in the spirit realm of things and it's there it's like he's speaking through me to tell you yeah it's and if you're yeah there are a lot of similarities if you're recognizing it then i'm speaking truth mm -hmm. there are there are a lot of similarities and you know my father passed away at seven and my son was born at seven like my dad you know just yeah it was just um yeah it's just it's a beautiful thing but at the same time I think of all the things you said about being in the womb and everything. And I went through a lot at that time. Mm -hmm. And, you mm -hmm. know, my son is highly sensitive, just like me. And, you know, I do believe that these things, you feel them in your body and they're passed along. Guess, I completely believe yeah. that. But guess what? When you heal yourself, you heal your son. I believe that too. Because that also happened. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's, there's so many connections. I'm like getting goosebumps. Thank you for that. Because I do, I do agree with that. I, I can see all the different things that you're saying. That, and that's, I'm just the messenger to enlighten and awaken. So people can start healing. And because we're also trans, we're in that transformation from going three dimensional to fifth dimensional dimensional and there's more dimensions it, the more we evolve we can and the the planet evolves for the better and whatnot we're going to shift and, and elevate to higher frequencies and higher dimensions it, it's so huge it's like mind-boggling but fascinating and sounds a little crazy but it's like amazing at the same time it's all like all those wrapped up into one you know i really appreciate this because I, I'm in the middle of writing a, a memoir and what you had just talked about actually just gave me um, a thought uh -huh. of, uh -huh. of uh, a little bit of a chapter that I've been struggling to write and some of the things you said just kind of connected it for me. Yes, so, <laughs> this is a divine appointment to help you with your book. So, so I appreciate that because there was a chapter I was having a little bit of difficulty with, but I've just gotten some clarity. So I appreciate that very You're much. You're so welcome. It's synchronicities. There's synchronicity, synchronicities in every aspect of our lives. Because if you read, I got a book for you to read and it might help you along on the way. Hmm. The Celestine Prophecy. Sorry, what is it? Celestine Prophecy. It's C-E-L-E-S-T-I-N-E, -E, prophecy. It talks about energy. It talks about how people will come into your life and give you a message, and then you'll have a message for them. It's a synchronicity to help you along your journey, your, your path in life, and to help human society to evolve at a, a higher, more vibration, and it changes our purpose everything well, who we are our existing existences and the planet for the better you want to talk about peace on earth when we can all connect and that's my mission is because i already saw the vision of us evolving to the point that we we even look a little different we're bright, we're elevating, we're at a higher frequency and we're connected to the planet. The colors are brighter. It's funny that you say that because honestly, I just wrote a chapter about how I've, because you were saying heaven is- Here on earth, yeah. And I was yeah. talking about how I view heaven now after this has happened to me. And it talks about, in the book, it talks about 
how everything is is enhanced so the colors mm -hmm. like everything that you're saying is something that i have felt as well and i put it a little dis differently where this wasn't heaven that being here is hell and that heaven to me is different um and i have my own reasons for that but i do see things as being enhanced and changing and being transitional and you know just everything like i know this sounds quirky. no it doesn't it's so when you walk on grass it's almost like i feel like this peace so when there's finally peace in the world and we all can accept everybody and and be treated as equal and you know because covid for example did not discriminate between age sex color nothing mm -mm. it's a global mm -mm. doesn't mm -mm. matter right so i almost feel like when we get to that we'll know it'll hit and like we'll be walking on grass and all of a sudden you can smell the freshly cut grass. Mm -hmm. You're if you're looking at something, you can feel the colors, you can see the, you know, it's just gonna be so apparent and everything's gonna be sort of like sort of like right now, I feel like the world is like behind glaucoma. Like, do you know what I mean? There's a and veil. Then you but yes. During this transformation, everything, the veil's getting thinner and thinner. Yes. Thinner. That's how it feels. It's just like a film. Yeah. And when you talk about heaven and hell, you know, this is what I've, I've come to through my own questioning, my own research and my studying and what I've experienced. There is no such thing as hell. There is no such thing as Satan. You know, the duality of good and evil, you know, there's labeling, but it's just an experience. If it doesn't feel good, then don't do it. Yes. You know, but we're taught that. You know, and it was created. And I, now that I think about it, I'm like, well, wow, that was a splendid plan in order for us to get to where we are right now to awaken, to shift. But it was all a program to be able to create control, manipulation, and there was greed involved and fear to put fear. The opposite of love is fear. And then stems there's hate and all the other negative stuff but with love yeah love is love it's unconditional there's no rules and if we are created in god's image and we are god's in essence of god in a human being why in the world would he create a hell to put himself in for the people listening out there, what would be, and somebody new to this journey, what would be a simple, actionable, easy first step to them being more open to realizing that their life is more than just what it is? By asking the first question, who am I and why am I here? What is mm. my purpose and it's and it's a big question and it's going to take some time to figure it out but it's so worth it, it, is. it why not invest in yourself <laughs> and understand who you like that's part of the understanding of who you are because we've been lied to we've been deceived we've been and why wouldn't you want to know why wouldn't you want to figure it out like there's nothing there's no negative to no, it no it's a journey it's an adventure and see here's the um Hold on, I want to get a, a note that I took. Um, and then, you know, if everything's of energy and then you got all this negative and the stress and all that stuff, energy does turn into matter. It becomes a physical form. So I think there is, and this is science that will back me up with this. You could go do your own research on it. But that is because when you live in stress and survival mode 24 7 we're not created our bodies are not created to be in that state 24 7. so something has to happen so then you get the sicknesses and the disease but we can change that we have the power to change that we have the power to heal ourselves but if you're stuck in that program and those beliefs and those emotional energetic traumas it's not going to work but if you it's like it's like the plus the placebo effect dr joe dispenza 
talks about in his book and breaking the habit of being yourself, evolving your brain. He, it's science now. If you, I was a massage therapist and I learned more, so much about my body and energy, the Reiki, the Eastern hemisphere is so well advanced in knowledge about this stuff than we are in the Western. They think it's new age or it's the works of the Satan and it's not, it's science. We're learning as we go. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's amazing to me about the, the history of science, even back in those times. Um, I talk about astrology, astronomy, um, geography, geometry, and all that. That existed back in those days. And then you have uh, spirituality, um, awareness, and consciousness. And, you know, the cosmos and the stars and the planets, we're all connected to that. We have been all along. But there's been manuscripts and contexts taken out. Why? And there's graphs, there's from the Egyptian times, the Mayans and the Adam's uh, Aztec calendar with the, the Adamu calendar and one. There, there's history that will validate and confirm that their drawings, because before it was written, they drew. Yeah, we are such a part of a bigger, bigger picture. But we have been taught to think so small-minded and to be taught yes. to think a certain way, one way, their way. Don't even question because if you questioned, then you were persecuted. You either experienced death, uh, tortured, to, and they did that back in history. To convert into the religion, if you didn't convert, they punished you. That's not God. God doesn't do that shit. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. So there's um, one thing when you said, you know, how to begin and whatnot. Yes. Oh, the grass is greener on the other side from where I'm standing. Okay. <laughs> and it's like from my second marriage on my, on my journey is like, who am I? Why am I here? How do I fix this? How do I have a life I truly desire and want? Where do I begin? How do I start? And where do I go from here now? And then when you start, when things will show up, things, data, information, signs, synchronicities will start to show up. When you're truly, your soul, your spirit is ready, it will guide you. And just and yep. to ask a question, question everything on your way of being enlightened, informed to where you can transform and become a new and best version of yourself. And you will start living your best life now. I want to teach um and educate people on this, but I also want to, um, on the money beliefs, the money relationships, and we're taught you have to work hard for money. No, the rich teach the rich to work smart, not hard. So I want to definitely educate people. I'm learning a few things now, but it's like, oh my God, what, why can't I learn this stuff? Why didn't they teach this in schools? I know they should do a course too. Well, yeah, not so much a course, but be affiliate with people, the experts that already have the courses available, but I want to master the course first myself so I can be an example to be able to lead and teach others. Like, look, if I could do this, you can too. And just get a basic, if you could get the basic understanding of how to work smart with your money and learn a new school. We have to learn a new skill. Mm -hmm. I think we need to learn how to question ourselves. I think there should be a course in school though, that is called something like, what else is there? Change our, our lifestyle to change because <laughs> it has to die <laughs> and open space for new information, new skills. So it helps you along your journey and having that life that we're all able to have and capable of i agree with what what you said about 
see okay so for example in my life things have shown up opportunities and things but only after I was open to analyzing what do I want for my life these things started showing up synchronicities they didn't show up until I was ready for them yes that it's very key so your your intuition is is kicking in and it's going to get stronger the more you pay attention and and use that skill the better you get at it and then you're so intuitive and you have sharper discernment they didn't teach us that our parents didn't teach us about our intuition and you know the inner knowing and stuff like that 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 wasn't taught and not from a place of anything bad just they didn't know no and, and honestly religion doesn't teach that either it's you have to try you know pray and you know, have faith and believe. Well, in, in order for you to, we are creators. Now, if you like, hey, I would like to get this new job or, you know, this amount of money or this partner or, you know, whatever that you want to experience that you create in your thought idea, you have to put a feeling and emotion and energy into it and then believe as if you already have it the belief and you know i i have read the the bible there are certain aspects and certain ways that if you can discern the the writing and whatnot and ask your higher self what does this mean you know i don't understand this doesn't sound right it'll show you your higher self will show you and i think it was the way they written it it's you have to f have faith and believe you can, but they didn't share the aspect of you have to already feel it, experience it in visualizing with what I call the third eye, the pin pin pineal gland. There's a connection to your intuition and visualization. If you can picture yourself already experiencing, like create your future self. Or your do you believe person. like, do you believe in like vision boards and things like that then? Yes, I do. I have my own digital, uh, but now I, I have to constantly change it. So it's like, because you change your mind and the universe is like, okay, make up your mind. What is it that you want? Did you want the red car? Or you, first you wanted the blue car. Now you want the red car, make up your mind and it's waiting. But it's funny, the moment you think about the car you want, they they start showing up as you're driving around. And I just like, yeah, yeah, that's my car. I just have, I want blue. I, that's my car, but I want blue. And it has only other features. That one doesn't. So my car does have these features that I want in it. So that's if you're like, open to I'm it, it'll come. Yeah. And it, I just like, oh, wow, my new car smells so good. You know, I'm driving my other car, but when I get in my car, I think I'm driving the, my Cadillac. I want a Cadillac SUV and it's dark metallic blue. It has gray interior, it has a little screen in the, in the middle and heat <laughs> and, you know, when I want some heat and I think I want to get a massage thing in the back kind of thing for my back when I'm driving, the seat has to be a certain way. So where I'm comfortable when I'm driving, not uncomfortable when I'm driving. So I played in my mind every day when I get in my car, then my house, my kitchen, you know, when I'm, I have this little place right now that I'm in, but when I'm cooking and my thing, I think and see in my mind's eye of the kitchen that I'm cooking in. I'm visualizing my future self being where I want to be in order for it to the law of attraction to manifest it and bring it to me in my physical, my reality, my physical reality. It's in the spirit realm. I'm just thinking about it. I'm, I'm living it as if I'm already in it. And then boom, my, the spiritual reality and the physical reality manifests. It takes time. It's divine timing, synchronicities of the law, the laws of the universe, lining everything up for what you created in your thought, feeling, and emotions and energy and what you're doing to bring it to you.
and attach a feeling to it always. Uh, yeah, but then you just, you, you attach the emotion and then you let it go as if I'm already doing it, but I'm practicing what it's going to be like when it does, when, when I, mm -hmm. I, I'm physically in it. So I'm practicing, I'm rehearsing my future self of what I'm doing. Yeah. Cause if you can't envision it, then you can't see it. You can't see it. No, but you could see it in here. That's why when you dream, dream big, you know, and then I, I envisioned like I already started a podcast, my own podcast. I'm uh, creating an internet TV talk show so I could get these scientists and these, you know, inspirational speakers on my show to validate and even like history, um, archaeologists and um, earth scientists and whatnot. So I can help even educate and awaken other people like, hey, did you even know about this? You know, I've got so-and-so that studied da-da-da-da and presented to help others wake up and think outside the box that in order to help them understand. So I'm already rehearsing what I say, my topics, who I want on my show, and, you know, putting it, everything together. I've already started my podcast. So I go through every Monday morning. It's available. Yes. Congratulations on that. Thank you. So where can our listeners find you? Well, you can find me on iTunes and Spotify. And what's the name of your wake up with KC? Love it. I was just listening to one of your episodes, actually. And, it was and. great. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> it gets uh, even better. <laughs> but I'm being real. I'm being my authentic self and expressing my concepts, my theories. You don't have to believe it or not. But if you're at a point in your life right now that you want answers, you want truth to, then let my show be a stepping stone to help you along your way. And I do give readings, I coach. So I offer that as well as, you know, something I, great. I provide, but I love being able to just share, share what I've learned in order to help others. I think my mess is my message to help others. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for, for just teaching us all this stuff and for sharing your life with us. And I'm so glad that you saw that moment in that abusive relationship that just clicked and you're like, there's gotta be more. Yeah. So, you know, thank you for being so I, courageous. Five or episode six. No, it's episode six. But if you just keep, you know, subscribe and download, you can listen to it anytime. And um, I do talk about my, my mess and my message. I just started at the first half of it. And then the next episode, I'm going to start the spiritual journey, the things that I somewhat shared with you. There's going to be more to it on the next episode after episode six. Fantastic. So, so yeah, That's I'm great. excited. I got like really raw <laughs> and very open. But you know, that's what helps, right? That's what helps people when they listen is the truth. Yeah. And, I, and we I, all have, we all have that. And we're all ready to hear the truth because we're tired of the bullshit. We're tired of the lies and the deceit. And now I think energetically, you know, human beings are ready to enough of this. You know, I'm not, I'm not into violence. I'm not into loitering or I believe in another way. And it's just, it's part of the program. <laughs> we're not awakened from the program yet. So it's like, oh, if you guys, because when you create such a negative energy like that collectively we do affect our planet and it affects us all collectively that's one thing that i want to help others understand about that if we don't change it's going to keep happening and it's just going to keep getting worse and i don't want that not for anyone and not for the planet that i live on because there's future generations coming not just my own future generation but there's your future generation and your future mm -hmm. generations what can we do to make it better for them yeah absolutely let's make the world a little more peaceful right yes
Thank you so much, Kimberly. It was an honor to have you today. And, you know, I appreciate you've given me some, um, some insights to a couple of things. So I really do appreciate that and sharing your vulnerability and your story with us as well. Well, Nelia? Nelia. Nelia. I want to say Nelia for That's okay. Nelia, if you want more um, guidance, just call me, contact me. Excellent. And if I can help you in any way too, come back Absolutely. on. Absolutely. I definitely want um, the pictures and stuff from what you did for the music thing. Okay, great. I love music and I love art. So I could get my creative juices going intuitively to. That's wonderful. I want to go back and definitely want to make it a bit bigger. So, you know, let's see what the spirit guides want to say. Yeah. I will be more than happy (laughs) to have a session with you. Just find out what to do next. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> thank well, thank you, so you for much, having Charlotte. me. I hope this helped. Uh, I know it helped you get some clarity, and I hope it gives you know your your audience um, something to help them guide them. And I'm you can get a hold of me at Awaken to Be You on Instagram if they have questions or listen to my podcast. Good things coming. Yeah, thank you. And I I was really excited about our interview today because, you know, like I said, we all have this epiphany moment. And I know when mine was where I was just like, there's got to be more. So I was very interested in, in what you had to say. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.